Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Mother's Day is around the corner Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning, Hogs. Welcome to a very hungover Hog studio, the day after Trusty Hogs Live. This is episode 65. We hope you had a lovely Christmas. Catherine and Helen, how are you feeling? You have no right to look chipper. You have no right. We had a lovely time. Are you kidding? We had a great night. Helen, first of all, all, I'm going to need you to use a quieter voice. Yes, yeah. Okay. And a quieter vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're going to give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't. Your problem, they'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. We had a lovely time. The audacity of you showing up here with anything other than, frankly, apologies and shame is outrageous to me. I said to Chloe Pitts. Do you know what, Chloe? Helen's going to feel really embarrassed and sad tomorrow, so let's just be nice. Let's rally round. <laughs> rally round. That's what we said. You show up. With a spring in my step. Not a fucking... But like, not even so much as a hint of embarrassment. Yes. And when I tell you... <laughs> listen, you if you're patrons, you can get the live episode. If you want to hear, I guess... What seven drunk aunties and one body sound like? <laughs> you can check out Helen there. Was, I got fucked up. There was a, you got so fucked up that in between the breaks, when we were going back on stage, you kept burping in my ear. Did I? And I was like, are you going to be sick? And you were like, in the car home. <laughs> like, it was a strategy choice. And then... You somehow kept finding more bottles of wine. Yes. You're drinking no longer from a glass, from a bottle. Yes. When I came down and you were like, I'm done. I've drank my water. I'm going home. I was like, great. I go up to get my coat. I come back down. What are you doing at the bar? 
fucking tequila, tequila shots. Tequila shots. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. You clutched the Prosecco out of my hand so yeah. many times I thought you were oh. going to break the glass. Oh, dear. You drank all my drinks too. Whoopsies. I honestly, I, I remember the wine bottles, but I don't know where they came from. I know you the first one was Andrew, but I feel like I might have taken one of our audience members' bottles of wine. You were opposite, mm-hmm. Kinga. You kept pulling them out of you. <laughs> I was Just pouring so out of my vagina. mad at you. I was really pissed. I took a, two buses home and at one point I was doing my bus change and I was listening to like sad ABBA songs, you know, like when all is said and done, thinking about my parents' divorce. <laughs> <laughs> just like looking sad on the street like absolutely trashed I knew you were hammered because you kept saying that you loved and liked me and I was like she's absolutely gone she's got, neither of those things could be I true I tried to kiss you twice yeah, I remember twice. that you were not in the mood no, for it you no you really went for full mouth and I was like you can have a cheek you it was a have. shame because we really went different directions with our drinking like we were both drinking but you I was drinking to cope Oh, right, really? Yeah. So I thought we were going to get fucked up altogether, but I got fucked you up. You went, the thing yeah. is, we could have, we could have. <laughs> you went so hard so yeah. early. Yeah. About 15 minutes in, it was apparent you were gone. Yeah. Like, I couldn't make eye contact with you. I couldn't do it full stop. <laughs> like, you kept trying to flash the audience, but forgetting you had a t-shirt yeah. under your jumper. Oh, so it was, like, less effective than you hoped, and then That's you didn't get the you... reaction you wanted, so then you needed to drink more. <laughs> it was really like a desperate child at a nativity play. I do remember doing a lot of waving at people in the audience. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them being like, okay, sweetheart, okay. <laughs> oh, no, we see you, darling. Like, oh, look at that big fat one, all confused. And I was like, oh, hello. And people just like, okay, sweetheart. Oh, was that adult crying? Check out the episode. But I, if you're fans of Chloe Pets, I mean, she smashed it. When she was allowed to talk, she was so fucking funny. She was such a good time. (laughs) It was really fun. And also, like, I'm not saying to you, I'm so glad you had a good time. I was really, I was so stressed, I I couldn't enjoy myself. I got fucked up, but then I got up early this morning, had a kebab for breakfast, and had my first um, rehydration tablet. And now I'm having my second one. It's somewhere in that pile of gifts there. Yeah, because I woke up at 11 and had to get an Uber because I was so fucking exhausted. Oh dear, I had a lovely morning. My shoulders hurt from the stress of it. <laughs> Me and Sunil did a self-tape this morning. Did some improvising. No joke, I'm not joking. I actually hate you I'm right a god. Now. I'm a god. Again, I'm going to have to ask you about the indoor voice. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, oh yes. It's so tricky when people say things like indoor voice because it's like... I don't think my voice changes. You scream everywhere. <laughs> so it's like indoor voice. I can't work out if I should be offended by that or not. Oh, what I'm asking you to do is please be quiet. Be quieter. Or quieter. Yeah. Quieter. Yeah, whichever. Catherine. Oh, God. Um, you only, I think you only managed to drink one glass of Prosecco because I drank all of yours. No, What's happening I with you? Try, like, people kept buying me Prosecco glasses because they kept watching you steal mine. And then I was drinking them so fast because I was worried you were going to steal them. You know when you're like in sort of like a finite resources situation so you down it because you're like, yeah. she's coming for it. Yeah. That I actually ended up, ended up accidentally getting quite drunk too. But in that way, that only hit me as Andrew drove me and um, my girlfriend home. I know. Because we live near the venue. You went to get well, chippies. we don't live together. She lives near the venue. Oh, yeah, they don't live together. I know. Give hashtag proud of me. <laughs> no. Four months in and it's I'm not even so on the cards. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it's not even on the cards. It's so good. It's Can I good? explain what I think happened last night? Yeah, and then I'll tell you what actually happened. Okay, so I... have I, a strong right. theory. I... Well, this is obviously coming out just a couple of days after Christmas. This is coming for us a couple of days before Christmas. Oh, wait, you might actually know the theory. I'm warming up 
into Christmas drinking and I didn't do it the day before Trusty Hogs Live because I was at a one-year-old's birthday party. And if you get fucked up at a one-year-old's birthday people party, yeah. people get people get weird. You know, Helen, some people feel that way about work. So, oh, fucked- Trusty Hogs Live isn't work. Like, come on. I mean, one of us needs to stay on it, but that's you. So then I don't have to do it. Like, I'm the classic, like, pass the buck. Like, she, she'll be grand. She loves timings. And then I just sort of run around just like... Like, I mean, you managed to keep it together. You wouldn't let me go on stage in the second section for a bit. You needed water. I needed water, yeah. Can I Very dehydrated. Which you did not drink, by the way. When what? I went to clear the glasses, there was an empty, there was a full pint glass of water. <gasps> you shitbag, you lied. I don't think I lied. You are honestly uncontrollable when you're drunk. Here's what I'd say to you. I'm a big girl when I'm drunk. So, like, it's quite tricky to, like, physically restrain me. It's like the difference. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like when babies start to be Oh, my to God, walk. I threatened to kill someone. Yeah, that checks out. Who did I threaten to kill? Me at one point. The, no, the, um, the body the slam. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we edit that out? No, no, no. What Too Helen late, explained Helen. was that um, much like a Snorlax does a body slam in, yes. in uh, Pokemon, yes. she, a bigger woman, can accidentally kill smaller women when they offend her and say that she fell on them. Yes, instead. why would I say that? Because To be fair, because some some absolute content called you fat in, uh, during a gig. Oh, yes. That, oh, my God, that's why. Yeah. I was like... No, it wasn't like, just God, Maybe it was just someone in the audience and I was like, oh, fucking murder you. No, 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 like, no. It was that horrible horrible woman who said a horrific thing and was really like gross and you were being funny episode you're being funny um i was we were being bantosaurus rexes look can i say can i say my theory yes my theory and i think i can say this because if you think about it it's the 29th of december really are you paler obviously i'm paler. okay right yeah <laughs> yes i'm paler yes i'm look i look wrecked look at my fucking hair look <laughs> was, my, i'm not gonna i'm comment. rocking a helen today this half up <laughs> <laughs> this half up i didn't even bother striking the top frisbees like yes i'm being you today i haven't got I any just, makeup on no offense even when you're hungover before you do you put in a bit of effort today uh, you've really gone there's no point in living <laughs> like you've given up it. to an extent i, I love <laughs> did you shower this morning I showered last night when I got in. Yeah, me too then, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually did. No, so. I did too, yeah, no, obviously. Can I tell you why? Yeah. Okay. It's because the stress of you, I honestly, I don't think I've sweat that much at a gig. I went home, like, absolutely, re- like, reeking. I was so nervous and anxious because you were just like, you were absolutely... I couldn't gauge where it was going. It was all over the shop as well. It was like, she was sad, she was happy, she was angry, she was mean, she was kind, she was so sad. Here's what I think happened. Now, I want you to remember that we're in this scenario post-Christmas, so I think you can hear this. Okay. I think you don't like Christmas. Yes. I think you were worried about going home for Christmas. Yes. I think the pressure of a forced good time was getting to you. And I think last night was overtly Christmassy in vibe. And I think as a as a way to deal with that, you you um, accidentally drank two and a half bottles of wine and tequila, and all of my prosecco, <laughs> apart I, from the ones I danced while you weren't looking. I think. Oh, question. Um, I think you're correct. I feel seen, but I do think it's dangerous to go into Christmas without warming up your liver. Oh no, I and agree. I will stand by that. I agree. Can I also say that I think even as drunk as you were, yeah, you're a real good time. 
You are genuinely. See, and you're a great time when you're on the timing. And I hate like, to say it, but people were absolutely loving it. Like the amount of enablers in that crowd. I don't know if they were, no, to no, be no, honest. No, they were. <laughs> Helen, not only were they like, it's so funny, which it was, they were also like, we'll buy our drinks. And I was like, is anyone else counting the drink? Like, can we just keep an eye? Like, you were drinking tequila when I came down because somebody in an Irish shirt and a shirt that said, oh, was Oscuelga, that said Cunis. Be- a shirt that said what? The person who was buying you tequila yeah. last night. I come down. And the audacity of it, there's an Irish person stood in a t-shirt that says... Do you mean Chloe? Whoever was buying you the tequila. Yes. There's an Irish person stood in a t-shirt that says Cunis, which means shush, be quiet. Buying the loudest woman in the world, loud fuel. That's funny. With salt and lime. That's and funny. Like, <laughs> what is this treachery? Pick a lane. Do you know what I mean? Pick a lane. I haven't been drunk like that in so long. No. Like, it was incredible. It was so nice to be that pissed. Like, I, because like, how often do you actually get properly shit faced these days? I find it really hard to get that drunk because I just, I'm so bad at letting go of control. Oh, so you just have to really, like, everything is water. And if you go into that mindset, everything's fine. Like, <laughs> wine will slip down if you think, oh, I'm, oh, I've been in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. Oh, I'm so dehydrated, but you have to do the mental play. Right. Because okay. downing wine in general so is one of the harder things. You have to make yourself things. the Messiah and then go, I am God. Hey, Jesus, baby. Jesus in that Jesus. Oh, did God not go into the desert? It was Jesus. Just sent his son. 40 days, 40 nights for Lent. That's how Lent came about. What a tricky father-son relationship. It is hard, right? It is it is honestly one to unpack. But let's, let's, let's talk about this because we've never done this on the podcast before. What's your favourite Bible story? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Andrew, mm. I would like you to be getting up your favourite Bible story too because I feel like it's between Christmas and New Year's. I feel like next year we are all going to discover religion. And I encourage us to. Um, can I, I say, like the one with the animals. Can I say? Yeah. Oh, the two by two. It's only for heterosexuals. Both, yeah. No, Here's the one thing. where they fuck the animals. Isn't there one where they do that? Fuck the animals. Excuse me? Yes. Have it a hat? Oh, Isn't there like bestiality I mean, probably, in the Bible? Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably. Hey, can I just flag something? that um, I'm actually not going to pick one because here's the thing. You know how in therapy you've been working on how um, you emotionally need to be more open so that you can receive love? Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, hey, look at you. Didn't even make a joke. Uh, I have been working on unpacking and unpicking the black and white moral values that Catholicism gives you when you're raised in it to an extreme and an incapacity to be imperfect and to be in the grey area. So I'm going to say, I don't really like him. I wouldn't pick a story. I I don't want to. I don't really like him. That's interesting. So like picking what makes sense to you and like something that you agree with and things that are like just part of the religion that you grew up with but actually don't sit correctly with you. I think it's more that... Um, when you exist and are raised in what is good and bad based on like the premise of the working premise of Catholicism is that you are imperfect and bad yes and that you will consistently make mistakes for which you should feel guilty and sorry mm-hmm. such that you might become eventually like God i.e. perfect and okay. although you never can but also that like things are good or bad things are sinful or holy but you're born with original sin it's still that christianity thing yeah but it's also just like i just have this like incredibly strong sense that if i do bad i'm a bad person as opposed to like good people can make mistakes and be imperfect and let people down and that they're not like at their core a deeply bad person this is getting too serious no it's not i'm interested in it because i was i i mean i'm not like my family's not religious like yours but i think it is interesting i think i mean obviously i was raised early 90s I went to an incredibly religious school and yeah. I was raised in a 
country where the at the time the laws were and still are but largely then dominated by Catholicism and I was raised in a very Catholic village and household and so um I yeah I just I'm just unpacking a lot of this stuff and um but also what's interesting is I really thought like I stopped going to mass when I was 18 very like strongly came out against the church when I was 19 have thought I was like intellectually I've done so much work on like understanding why I'm anti both institutional religion and specifically Catholicism because you're very smart but I'm actually allowed like still using all the same rules in terms of like the judgment of myself which is fascinating and my therapist who's great was like you can intellectually understand things and not have changed your core beliefs for example I think a more relatable one is like I intellectually and from a feminist perspective understand why um, Eve ate the apple. Yeah, obviously. She okay. a hoe. Um, <laughs> she hungry. She a hoe. She was she hungry. A hungry hoe. No, but like I can speaking. That's kind of what I'm getting to, which is like really no. Oh no. Not, okay. <laughs> which is like I can intellectually understand that like w- w- there's not one good body type, but oh, my right, yeah, core yeah, yeah. beliefs. Like intellectually, I'm like that's some, some like anti-feminist mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. But my core beliefs <sighs> is, are so savage to myself. Yeah. So it's interesting, and um, and it's interesting how one doesn't change the other. You have to do the work. God, God I'm so boring. no, no. I'm there with Sorry, the body type myself. thing, but I think the thing like I would love to normalize is like facial hair on women. Like that's the one that I'm getting most frustrated about. I know a lot of women with facial hair. Because the older I get, the more it feels like an actual like task. Oh yeah, I agree, and also like. And it hurts so stubbornly because I razored it so much. Oh, no, don't razor and don't wax. I don't, yeah. You have two options, I think, to be honest with you. Threading. Threading, which hurts like a bitch. Mm. So I just think VEAT, facial facial hair removal for sensitive skin. Like Mrs. Doubtfire. Thank you so much. Um, I feel really awkward now because I want to do gifts with you, but I have bought you a leather-bound Bible. Ah! (laughs) Another one! What I've done is I've misjudged the situation. (laughs) Hey, it's it's Christmas! Christmas! Let's share gifts! Look, you're packing up already. Actually, I'm really excited about gifts. I love free stuff. You love gifties? I love free stuff. Say gifties, say gifties. I love gifties. I actually love gifties from you because you're quite good at them. No press. Okay, do you want me to go first? Because yours arrived this morning and you still have to put it together yourself. I have to find yours in my email, so one second. What? Uh, And yours, I need to tell you something as well before I I send it to you. (gasps) Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God, I know what it is. Forward incline. I know what it is. Is it Legoland? No. Okay. Is it Alton Towers? Thought Park, Chester, Wedding Adventures. I'll forward it to you. Holy shit. Before I do, before I press send, I'm just going to say to you. Okay. Hi, Helen Bauer. Hi. I know we're never really that sincere on this podcast. Oh, no. But I love you. And I think that you work really hard. And I think that um, the thing that you um, do for everybody else is treat them and take care of them quite well. And remember literally everything about them, which is so fascinating and kind. And you're such a good friend. And um, I think that you deserve nice things. And I definitely think you deserve to relax because you work hard. Harder Shrek than anybody else again. I know. Okay. So it won't be Shrek Adventure, but I am just sending you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's for um, it's for a facial like cow shed. <gasps> Where's cow shed? What's cow shed? It's a posh lady place in Primrose Hill. Oh my god! I by the way blew my entire budget on Helen. I'm so sorry. I hope you understand. Oh my god! Do you, I 
I'm so sorry. Wait, so I... Everybody will not be getting facials at the couch yet, but she just needs to relax. Get a facial, you deserve rest and extravagance. Oh my God. Oh my God, you think my skin's bad? Oh my God. Oh, and also, I think your skin's disgusting and I'm sick of looking at it. That's oh, a really nice... cow shed because I think you're a cow. That is a moo, moo, moo. That's a really nice gift. I really wish I went first. <laughs> I did not go oh, fuck it. No, but, can, but I was just saying to, to genuinely saying yeah. to Em and Andrew, um, I accidentally blew all my budget on you, so I, I've I actually wish I'd given them theirs first because because they've got nicer skin. I know, I know. Well, yeah, no, that's objectively true. But the question is, still, should I have spent more on them? And I apologise. Um, look, listen to our extras if you're a patron, and we're going to be doing all the gift swapping. Me and Catherine are just doing ours now, so you have to close your oh, yeah, eyes. We'll give Andrew and Em theirs, and we'll presumably get gifts from them because like it'll be weird if we get. Also, I don't. I'm sorry, Andrew and M. I don't want to be difficult, but um, Catherine's gift is very nice and generous to me. But there is also a chance you bought that this morning in the car, so we can't we can't give her too much praise because we never know. Okay. Look at the date on the email. So, Look today. at the date on the email. The date will be like August. <laughs> Look at the date on the email from the cashers. Okay, so it expires on the 28th of November next year. So I'm assuming you bought that there on the 20. You, you fucking freak. <laughs> it's not cool. Okay, Catherine, close your <laughs> the eyes. idea that I'd have waited till December to buy Christmas gifts is so offensive. Close your eyes. Okay, um, <laughs> grey or white? <laughs> I don't want to choose. Okay, grey or white? Okay, what kind of interest is that? Well, it just sort of all arrived this morning, and then I had to. Um... Can I open my eyes? Oh now? no, 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 no! What's happening? And then, oh. Lovely, lovely. Oops. Are you unpacking it? Are you oh, building that's it right now? Nice, what are you building? Isn't it? No, not building really. And that. Hard to keep my eyes closed. Why are there so many parts? Yes. Well, two parts. <laughs> this is fun because you can have the listener experience here, Catherine. Yeah. Enjoying I, this audio medium. I don't, I'm quite like anxious to know what it is. I don't think that um, this Ooh. level of suspense works in audio form. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh no, what's that? Ow, that's, you're pulling my hair. A tinsel halo that's gone on Catherine. I hate there. that. Oh no, one second. I, I haven't opened my eyes one time. <laughs> Why do you sound like an absolute farce? Like, you sound like a panto dame. What's happening? It, it's like an audio version of Mr. Bean. I don't know if it works. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. Merry Christmas. Whoa, what is this? <laughs> it's uh, a card. You got me a card and I didn't get you a card. Oh, no. I actually look... Ravishing! It's this, incredible, this isn't it? This tinsel is genuinely. I look like a sort of like Celtic warrior. Okay, but don't read it. Don't read it. It's embarrassing. I'm gonna read it. Okay. I'm gonna read it. I didn't get you a card. No. I just said nice. Poor Helen. Ah! Is it <laughs> it's nice? It's so funny that you think this is like so embarrassing. It says, "I love you so so much," and oh. my pig sister forever Ooh. and friend for always. Ooh. That is actually pretty embarrassing. But I also just gave you a long letter, like two it. weeks I ago, so, so I feel like I couldn't double down on it. Oh my it's god! It's framed. It's a framed picture of us. <laughs> it will be a framed picture of us, and I the love it. The photo didn't arrive until this morning. I actually love that so much. Do you love it? I've never seen this photo. We look gorgeous. I love it. 
Hey, look, it's in Edinburgh. For Flatty. Oh. And your flat's like white I and grey, but I've got a white frame no, if you don't the like it. This is gorgeous. Yes. This is gorgeous. Look, But it'll be nice when it's framed. <laughs> I actually love that. Do you so love much. it? Oh, good. So nice. I'm glad you love it. Oh, my God, that's gorgeous. Oh. I'm going to frame that. That's Well, so cute. it's nearly done. Yeah. It's nearly done. <laughs> so, and it's so nearly nearly me. wrapped, nearly got wrapped and everything. I absolutely love that you got me a photo of you for Christmas. <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to come up. But I thought it was such a nice one of so the two much. of us. I love and we don't so have much. any like framed nice photos of I us two. I completely concur. And I, I thought, <laughs> and it's a habitat frame. Yeah, pretty fancy. From eh? Sainsbury's. Hey, it's still <laughs> habitat. How do I get this? Isn't that frame? lovely? You are now just listening to me frame this. And frankly, I have OCD, so none of us have the time. I this, will be we do not have the time for this. But isn't that lovely? That's so and then you nice. open this, Catherine. Okay, sorry. Coming. Catherine? Yeah, coming. Sorry. I'll frame it. Oh, that doesn't sound good. If I framed it, you just reframe it anyway. Yeah, so it's like, I'm what's gonna, the I'm point? I'm going to reframe it at home anyway, so I'll just pop that in for now. Oh, oh dear. Cute! Do you love it? I love it so much. We oh, look like we're getting married. That's really nice. <gasps> Thank you. That's so nice. You're oh, welcome. Whoa, have you broken your own rule? What's my own rule? Have you bought a book for Christmas? You kicked off when you got a book. But this book benefits me. <laughs> this book benefits me. What is it? I got what Andrew a book last it? year of his poetry. Oh, oh yeah. Because you have to read it. Thank you. And, and we'll then go. we'll go to Cordoba. That's so nice. Yes. Helen wants to go on holidays to one specific place, so she's bought me a book about the specific place in the hopes that I too will want to spend money to go to that on that. Okay, holiday. yeah. So the book I've been banging on about for ages. Um, I've decided that <laughs> now it's you. my purpose to go to Cordoba where they go in the book and now I think Catherine needs to come on this spiritual journey with me I can't so now wait. you have to read the book this is so nice I thought our limit was like £15 no it was no. it was it was, <laughs> I, good, I, I got it was can I be clear that I am okay well then it went over with the tinsel so no. I'll take that back <laughs> what is the book I, the no I looked gorgeous with the tinsel it's called All all my mothers. Are you just being jealous of the tinsel? And, looks so oh, nice. okay. It's called All My Mothers, and it was actually a gift that I got given from one of our listeners called Ellen, who's from Cambridge or lives in Cambridge. And now I'm obsessed with it, and now I'm making Catherine read it. Do you love everything? I genuinely love everything. Yeah. Also, can I tell you that? Um, I can't believe I'm having a facial. This is so nice. Where is the place? And there's a couple, but there's one in Primrose Hill, which is so nice that I could meet you for a couple. Is that by Notting Hill? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we could do um, the, um, we could reenact Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant no, and then go for a facial. Day. No, thank you. Have I'll a be day. Hugh Grant. No, I'll be um, uh, Reese Ethans. That makes more sense. The, um... the ladies, the ladies <laughs> love grey. I can't do the accent. What's the yogurt? Like ladies. apricot soaked in honey. Is that what it is? Something like that. I can't remember, but ladies Balls. love... Balls. La- the ladies <laughs> love grey is what I remember. Ladies the love grey. Ladies love grey. About his pants. Oh, dear me. How how crude, Catherine. <laughs> okay, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love my gifts. Thank you Let's so much. Let's do a problem, but Merry Christmas. It's so funny that I got you a facial and you got me your face. That's just... Oh, my God, you look beautiful. We look so cute. It's so cute. We look gorgeous. I actually love it. Hello, Hogs. It's Catherine and Helen, and we have a massive favour to ask you. We have been so fortunate to be nominated for the National Comedy Awards in the Comedy Pod. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cast category. However, as yet, we are only longlisted, which is such a thrill. But we are desperate to get on the shortlist. So eager. And the way you can help us do that, if you're a listener, is to go to nationalcomedyawards.com. If you don't listen to us on Patreon, if you don't, if you, um, you know, are wondering how you can support us, this is genuinely so easy. It's free and it would mean so much to us. So it's nationalcomedyawards.com. Go to the comedy podcast category and vote for Trusty Hogs. And also tell your friends, maybe share it online if you could. We would be so appreciative. Either way, you have till the 16th of January and we are begging you to vote for these guys because frankly, we just want a night out. Fight for the pigs! We interrupted that episode to give gifts to Em and Andrew and to receive gifts from Em and Andrew. While they well, momentarily I... opened theirs, Helen screamed about how she hadn't been given one in a minute. Um, you can listen to the extras by joining our Patreon. Please do. It's also, only three Andrew or five only got a month. me one thing because mine's um, delayed in the post. Helen, the post support the workers. Support two the things. Workers. I do support the workers. I just don't support the lies. <laughs> that is wow. a bold accusation. Yeah, it's wow. pretty intense. Um, it? Hey, we also did some really good tips on getting through the Christmas gooch, this perennium between um perennium perin- between taint between Christmas and New Year. So I'd say check it out. Um, Helen. My hangover's kicked in. I'm not has it now? It I did re- notice honestly. your tonal shift. I think what happened there is you got overexcited about getting free gifts and then you kind of gave yourself a headache. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it happen. I saw it happen. I'm in a bad way. You do deserve that, though. No offense. Um, I feel like it was unfair that I came in with a bit of a hangover. I feel a little bit better now, but you truly, yeah. No offense. You deserve it. I don't feel. <laughs> you deserve it. I'm gonna. I don't want to solve you... any of your cunts' problems. Okay. <gasps> I think all of you can just go fuck yourselves. Helen. Like you want advice? You know you. Helen. you figure it out. Helen, stop fake crying. Okay. First of all, I don't know if I am fake crying. You are. It's like a combi. No, you're a fake. You're faking right now. I know. Sometimes I know what you mean. Like it's like when you go to fake an orgasm, and sometimes it actually gets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That is such a miracle when it happens. Isn't it when you're like? But it means that you go to fake too go. often. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Listen to to rewind. Um, God, I don't miss having sex with men. Um, what was I saying? You were crying yeah, something about Christmas. Good. Um, no, oh yeah, no, you can't, you, you can't call the listeners cunts and you can't say that we don't care because ultimately they pay our bills and we do very much care because they've been good to us. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Please support the podcast. Andrew, um, frankly, Helen and I have nothing left to say to each other and we're deeply hungover, so should we get through some problems? Yep, sounds don't good. Don't mind if we do. Uh, I'm going to vomit up a kebab. So You know, you haven't had, you had a kebab today, Helen. Breakfast kebab, wasn't it? You've I'm going to vomit it up. You're going to mm. vomit it? Yes. Helen, look at me. Get a grip. Get a grip. Do you feel better? Yeah. Get a grip. Thank you. All right. Ready? Cool. So I actually <laughs> saved some cards from last night. So we, we did uh, live audience problems in Live Hogs, which you can go listen to at Patreon. Uh, and but Andrew, some... we won't know what the problems are. Uh, they're, they're, these are the ones with enough detail. Oh These my God. people wrote essays on cards at Live Hogs? These cards are so tiny and people have written so much detail on them. Um, and so I hope they don't mind, as long as we keep it anonymous, uh, to doing these problems. Let's, Let's do, do it! it! 
right, so these are the ones that didn't make it to give you an idea of uh, the quality Ooh, that uh, whoa. they kept in. Oh, yeah, the live show was... The problems were phenomenal. Also, Amazing. if you're listening um, to the woman who said that she didn't fancy her boyfriend anymore and then we transpired is probably gay. Um, I think you're cool and brave and I hope it goes okay with the boyfriend, but also um, genuinely everything's going to be all right. Yeah, because you've got a really great sister. You guys are really sweet. That sister was dreamy. She yeah. had her hand the whole time. That was really lush. God, I loved them as a sibling dynamic, but also truly we support and love you. Stop burping. I'm all right. I'm all right. What is wrong with you? Oh, I've got the sweats. Okay, go for a problem. Okay. Andrew, we're ready. God. Uh. <laughs> this is from... Just, yeah, okay. Oh, I can smell you from here. I'm <laughs> bad uh, when, when the bad Do came. not fart, Helen. I swear to you, look at me. It's not a fart thing. Okay, it's good. Like, a, like I've just suddenly got very heated. Okay. <laughs> this is such a small room. Go on, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, without sounding wanky and show off, uh, this is from F. Hi, Hi, F. How do I deal with the guilt of having disposable income when friends don't? Uh, especially as until a year ago, uh, I was also on shit minimum wage. Yeah. Uh, but now, now I've got that disposable income. I feel guilty that um, I am a got more time and money than my friends. I swear they do this in an episode of Friends, where like Joey. Chat Joey, Rachel, and Phoebe are like, we don't have any money, and the others are like, let's go to this concert, let's do this, let's do this, and they feel really bad, and then they try and like figure out how they can do stuff all together. I will say this: you, the guilt is you've put it on yourself. I doubt your friends are putting it on you. Like, obviously, you're not going to be suggesting really expensive things that you know is out of their price range because you were just in that situation as well. Mm. You can save it. Feel free to treat people, but it's your money. You can put it to the side, and um, and if that doesn't work, get rid of your poor friends, <laughs> and just hang out with rich people. That is the perfect punishment for um, people who don't want to change anything about their lives. It's like you have to just hang out with rich people. <laughs> hey, here's my thinking: uh, you got your guilt is coming from one of two places. Either you know that capitalism is unfair. Uh, not a lot we can do to change that, but. So, like, you're taking on a, the guilt of an institution that is not entirely your fault, although obviously we can challenge that by, work, like, looking for, like, workers' rights, and you can also absolutely disperse your wealth. If you genuinely feel so guilty, just give your friends some money or buy, pay for things. But people and if you want don't, to accept if, No, they don't, in which case you don't have to, but you could give it to charity. Those people are worse off than you, too. If you don't actually want to do that, then you would be approximately 99% of people... Because you're allowed to, within a capitalist structure, want things like security. Capitalism is unfair, absolutely. But now that I make more money, am I giving all of my money to my friends? No, am I desperately, desperately, desperately trying to save so at some point in the next 10 years I can have a home that can't be taken out from underneath me at the whim of a landlord? Sure I am. I don't know that that makes me a bad person. I think it probably... Money can be tricky. I'm it's so that. hard. I'm going to say this. I got so... In comedy, like you will like earn nothing for ages, and then you might just get a job, which gives you like mm -hmm. a big windfall. Mm -hmm. So the first one of those, I got, <coughs> I paid for thirty-five people to go bowling, and it was it's so expensive. But, but I was didn't like, actually this is on make me. a difference to their lives, right? Like, no, well like, they had a nice night, no, and you, I pushed Chloe Pets on the ground. But you actively, you, you actively stopped yourself from. I don't think any of those people and then let you do those. The next time I paid for two friends to go to Disneyland. This is what I'm saying is you blew your... But I don't think that helps anybody, right? They are then... Oh, I don't know. 
No, but I, look, I'm not judging anybody in that scenario. I understand your decision making, but I'm just saying like, ultimately, like bowling makes a small difference then, but that money for you would have made such a big difference deposit wise. I don't know. It's so hard. Money's so ick. Here's what I will say is don't talk to your friends who don't have the disposable income that you do about how guilty you feel about how you have money oh, now. Yeah, that's well, absolutely not. And also, um, but feel free to like lead the rounds at the pub. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, I do agree with that. I completely agree. If I'm out with friends who I know I make more money than I always try to pay for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also would say, like, pay proportionally, for example. Like, if I am, especially if I'm dating somebody who makes less money yeah. than me, I think everything should cost you the same percentage of your income. That's my personal way of dealing oh, with it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that, like, say, for, we're not, like, I'm not currently living with somebody, but say we were doing rent, I think it should cost you the same percentage of your income because then it costs you, it costs you God, the same. Exhausting being gay. Remember, the guy pays. <laughs> <laughs> Just so much easier because straight women can't do percentages. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so helpless. But in lots of circumstances, people are halving the rent and the women are doing getting screwed in that scenario because of the pay gap. Listen, I'm just saying, um, it's a, I think if you want to have conversations about it... So Neil is it, fucking me over. No, you're not in a relationship. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I can't stress that enough, he's not fucking you. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, full stop. Um, this is a really hard one. Money is so hard. I think with, where you can be open and honest do where you Burn it. genuinely analyse where the guilt's really coming from and then maybe endeavour to do something about that. Donate to the royal family. They're having a hard time. But if you just want to kind of be appeased by something that like everybody's trying to aim for by the way that's the thing is also remember like ultimately everybody does want to have security you're not a bad person for wanting that um sponsor an animal at a zoo and name it after your poor friends (laughs) (laughs) that'll be nice well i think she's nailed it there (laughs) Uh, um... also it's not braggy to be like i have some disposable income this is the thing that annoys me about like when you, I've watched my parents, like, come from working class backgrounds, get to a middle class place. They have so much guilt about, like, they won't ever, they never do anything for themselves. And it's like, just, I, I think you can have an appropriate amount of understanding that you are fortunate, that your opportunities have gotten you places. And then think actively about how you can meaningfully impact people who haven't been given True. those opportunities. But I think just being like, ah, take everything off my back doesn't actually help anybody. And I'll tell you what, the wealthy aren't doing it. They're upholding structures that keep them wealthy. Maybe we should be on on picking structures that keep other people poor if we have the disposable income. Mm. I, I would say on the buying friends things as well, like it's very careful not to like end up chasing that dragon. Uh, is that the phrase you say chasing that? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, for we because like um, I've certainly had it before. All my friends are like coming out of university and stuff, and I've actually kind of been very lucky to have a job. Um, and you get them gifts and stuff, and it doesn't last. You say it's, they're nice in the moment, but um, it's not like a, a long, long-term meaningful yeah. thing. So you just kind of end up k- keeping buying them gifts and buying them events and stuff. And um, yeah, it's taken me a while to step away from that and, and realize that they they want you as a friend, not because of what you get them. Yeah, I fall into that rabbit hole of just like feeling the need to pay for everything with people in the hopes that that where is my is where my value comes from mm. i think we've spoken about this before haven't we that sort of like need to sort of like lead it financially and sort of like be like oh thanks so much for hanging out with me i've got to pay for your drinks because you're doing the burden of hanging out with me yeah. like and it's like yeah 
it's mm-hmm. weird. But those things do come with age and also with like being more comfortable in your friendships. Like the older you get, like your friendships inevitably do get a bit. You have like maybe a couple less than yeah. you once had, but they're also like secure enough for these conversations to not feel awkward. For me, the in big anyway. The big thing is making suggestions of things to do together that are not massively expensive, so that nobody feels awkward. So that even if you pay, you don't end up feeling resentful, and if they pay, they can manage it. Like I also think, like God, n- nothing thrills me more than when someone says, "Do you want to go for a walk?" Yes, please. I'd love to go for a walk. I'll get, we can get coffees. It's See, free. See, now that, that devastates free. me. No, but it's free. <laughs> I, like, I just, I'm, everything costs so much money in this city. I can, it's like, it's everything so stressful. Take me to the cinema on a Wednesday. We'll make cat movies. But interesting question and one I think, uh, sorry if that's not very helpful. It's actually just so tricky, isn't it? Pay to join a fucking union. Hell yes. Um, no, that nice. helps everyone. Too fucking rich. It is expensive. You're dead right. And also, like, if there are, if there's a specific access point that you're noticing all of your friends are coming up against and there's something you can do to fund the unpacking of that, Mm -hmm. do that. That's nice. That's a good idea. That's a really nice idea. Um, Would you like another problem? Yes. Yes. I do actually have uh, the context for this because I talked to the person on the night. Uh, This is from T. Hi, T. Uh, my mum has decided not to come to our wedding. Uh, this is a same-sex uh, gay wedding. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the most passive-aggressive way to tell her she's wrong? So this person wants to be like, "Fuck you, you're being stupid," but also wants to be like in a in a like, "Come on, fuck you, you're being stupid," rather than aggressive. Uh, uh, is she not coming because they're gay? Because of religion, yeah. Oh wow! I think that you probably an old-school witch dunking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Witch dunk, witch dunk the mum. Witch dunking, yes. Okay. Yes, put the mother in a chair and witch dunk her. Is what I would do. I feel like everyone's gone quiet. Yeah, I think that's because probably um, we've all experienced the terror of your parents rejecting you because of your homosexuality. Um, but no, the witch dunking thing's totally an option. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You were just thinking over the logistics of the dunking yeah, stool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're hard yeah. to get. Mm-hmm. You can't find a dunking stool no, every you're shop so anymore. Right. Yeah. You're so right. Um, but those ones that you get for shorter people to get up on their um, to their high shelves in the counters in the kitchen. They that's probably, not a dunking stool. You could repurpose, I'm just saying. You could reppurpose. Okay, I guess, but I think you and I have a very different idea about what, it, what makes a good dunking stool. If they're stool. more readily available. For me, a good dunking stool has, has a leverage system and it's wooden. Um, uh, you, you, you're kidding yourself if you think you'd be able to buy that bit of kit in a shop. Mm-hmm. But that's on you. That's all right. Um, what would you... Oh, this is such a tricky one. I have Honestly, two, I, I hate your mum and I want to fucking slap her up. I so. have two thoughts. I have two thoughts. The first is... The first is, I'm going to give you my my first reaction and then my second in okay. the order that they came to me. The first is, why do you want somebody who doesn't support your marriage or think that you're an equal person to them at your wedding? I know she's your mom, but like, you have to look at her all day and look at her in, in the photos or out of the photos or like, and know that she doesn't actually think that your love is worthy of celebration, in which case... Leave her out. Because the most passive-aggressive thing you can do is go and enjoy your wedding with so many people who love you and genuinely want to celebrate you and trust, trust that she will spend the day knowing that that's what's happening and that that will, if she's any kind of a human person, will know at her. So that's what I would do. But secondarily, my second thought is, 
I know what it is to have a religious parent. And I also know what it is to love a parent and possibly have hope for their capacity to change beyond their own understanding of their capacity to change for the future. Which is, I think, where I would go with my mom in that conversation. I think I would say that I loved her. I'd probably write a letter because I think it's really hard to have those conversations. And also those conversations cost you so much more than they cost her. I think I'd say that I loved her and that I'd say that you as a family and a collective were going to share those memories for a long time. Mm -hmm. And that your worst case scenario is that she will not have that shared experience with yeah. everyone else when they're talking about it in 20 years from now. Yes. And that also, if you're, here's what, here's the most passag thing I think you can do with, with moms. If you have any intention of having children. Oh, I so knew it was going to be withholding grandchildren. I would, I, no, no, I would say <laughs> what you'd love for her to be able to do is talk about that day with her grandchildren. Oh because then the other alternative scenario is, or you could tell her you weren't there you want to explain why, Mama? Um, so I was like, you would like her to have those things to share with her and you want her, you know, to be in the pictures. That is the passive aggressive way of doing it. And even if it's not children, like just to be like, well, don't, what, don't you think all the neighbours will think it's weird that you didn't come? Because yeah. <laughs> I ran into, I ran into someone that said you weren't coming and they were so shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like really used that guilt. But I do think every conversation that Catherine just said there is so interesting and so important to have, but definitely could be had on a dunking stool. There's no... <laughs> need to to not put our two minds together yeah because you could guilt them whilst mid dunking and i think the results might be i i personally think you'd get the results you wanted faster the other thing i not would, to condone torture the other thing i would emphasize in the letter is like that the i presume your other your partner's parents will be there yeah and that's i think a really nice move is to be like I know that my partner will have her family but alongside her and standing with her. And also the other thing to say is like, this is the thing, and this is the core of it, right? This is ultimately why you want her to be there and also what I think she needs to hear, which is like, God, I fucking hate appeasing and sucking up to homophobes, but okay, let's do this. I think you need to say how much she means to you. Yeah. Because then what you're essentially saying is like, an incredibly important person whom I've loved for my whole life won't be present at this thing. Fuck, I, it's so hard to find out. I'm so sorry, by the way. I think I should have started with that. I'm really sorry it's happening. It's really fucking disappointing to find out that your parents' love is conditional. I think that's what's devastating about it. And I'm really sorry that you're experiencing that right now. And if she says no, if you want to do this, by all means do. I get it. We've all begged parents to accept us for loving the people we love which is a mad thing to have to do um but if it doesn't go that way and if for some reason she doesn't choose to be there everybody who's in the room loves you as you are and i just think that you should try if you can't have an amazing day with the person you're going to start your own family with because what it is a lovely thing about getting married is that you're taking an opportunity to reform the structure of family for yourself and you get to break generational patterns and you'll be at your kid's wedding. And I think that's what you should remember on the day. And I'm sorry for getting so sincere, but I'm that really sorry it's really happening. That was really nice, Catherine. That was really nice. Yeah. It's so fucking boring. No, it's not, but that was... It no, was... it's boring to have to like constantly be like, please, can you treat us like people? Yeah, but the answer I thought was so amazing 
and so well said through someone who's got so much Prosecco in their system. <laughs> and we have to admire it. I'm so tired. Would you like, would you like a fun detail about the way? Please, Jesus, yes. Oh, my um, God, they're walking down the aisle to tell us all this time. Uh, I mean, maybe. Okay. No, but they are being walked down the aisle. Um, Sorry, these men, I assumed they were women. They're two men, yeah. yeah. Okay. They're being walked down the aisle by their elder gay mentor, who's being listed in the programme as Queen Mother. Yes! Oh, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Way to centre myself in the story, just immediately assumed they were lesbians. Yeah. Assumed, I know, I know, I know. Assumed the mother was in the church. I was like, oh, this is me and It's because you do struggle inherently to believe that we have listeners that aren't lesbians. That are, that are men, even, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, cuties, oh. j'adore. And uh, a final problem as well? Yeah, go on. A bit more lighthearted. Oh, please, Jesus, please, <laughs> not. We, um, hey, do you guys hear that capitalism is deeply unfair and ruining the lives of young people? Hey, have you? Has anyone forgotten that people still hate gays? Please, Jesus, Andrew, can we have a lighter I know. problem? I, I kept it quite light. Dunking stool and Chester's <laughs> like zoo animal named after poor people. Fun, like. Yeah. Uh, this one is t- entitled "Devastating Grief." Okay, uh, you no, do the fun answer. Okay, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Catherine's going to do the fun answer. I'm going to do the serious one for whatever it is. I don't. For trust devastating you to grief. Do it. No, I can do it. I can do it. So it's specifically about uh, a work situation, but I think it's uh, relevant to Christmas as well with certain relatives. Okay. Uh, because this person works in middle management in a school, uh, has to put up with socialising with very boring colleagues. Yeah. So is that like a year head, not a principal? Is that what we're talking middle management yeah, of a school? Okay, I guess great. so. Um, how do I uh, seem? Uh, how do I be sympathetic? Uh, and be interested in shit I don't care about with their boring discussions. I actually oh, know. colleagues or with the children? Colleagues. colleagues. Okay, cool, because with the children, I was like, mate, you're being paid. Okay, I, I know how to make school interesting, but I don't know whether it's the serious answer we need. So you have to play games, right? So I'd say start a rumour and see how long <laughs> it takes to get back to you. I think, like, the, the staff room is your playground and people do inherently forget that. Um, I think, like, nothing, nothing like, guess who's sleeping with that year nine? Like, nothing weird. <laughs> but, like, have fun with it. Let loose. They're smoking in their cupboard. They've got pot in their desk. Like, a bit of fun. Mm. Um, and that, that's the way to make it good. Also, <sighs> there's going to be boring people. Like everywhere you go, mm. but like you don't have to just because they're boring. Does it, I feel sometimes people like hold back in conversations that they're talking to someone that thinks boring. They sort of become boring themselves because they're trying to sort of like be like, no, I don't really. And it's like just be yourself. Like you'll you'll be surprised at how many freaks are out there who are just like pretending for the workplace that they're not really into Pokemon Go. Like mm. but like if you are willing to put yourself out there, you'll Start find. Start lunchtime bingo. Start lunchtime What's bingo. What's lunchtime bingo? You now run bingo at lunchtime. No one can talk. They have to play. If they're in the staff room, they're in. They're playing. You're running it. You get to show off your pizzazz. You get to have a bit of fun. They all love you. <laughs> Boring people worship bingo leaders. That's good, it's lunchtime actually. lunchtime bingo. Lunchtime bingo. bingo. Lunchtime bingo. Oh, my God. You're a genius. Thank you. That's great. Oh, and um, <laughs> instead of numbers, you can have um kids' faces from the Excuse year me, group. Excuse me, this is my... You're and doing the serious answer. I'm doing... Oh, yeah, doing. sorry. Um, no... Um, no, Catherine, you mustn't. Yes. They should Lunch talk. Lunchtime bingo, no talking on your own. No. You to open your face to eat because I'm in charge. Oh, that's so good. Okay, <laughs> no, um, you should talk with your colleagues about your feelings and work out why it is you haven't clicked Never yet. Never talk to them, wait till they die. Is it because you're queer? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I, I have a religious father. middle management? And, Fuck you! <laughs> and I think, you know, it's important... Even 
you know, just to keep the space poo, clean. Poo, poo. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so fun. Start um a poo book. You know those books they have at some toilets where they people write what they had? Um you could start what that in the staff room. You? Nobody has that. Okay. No, but do you remember like like six years ago it was like a big gift and people would give you like a you just visited my toilet book and it was like a, a no. guest book for toilets and no. people would write down like a number one number two your friends that's to, not a it thing. was like it was like the most gift. popular gift of the year amongst the men in what? sewage amongst the men no, in it sewage was a in, thing. it was a thing <laughs> it's just amongst the men in sewage in brighton you know what guys i right tweet catherine and andrew with images of this book because I know it was the most popular gift of that year I will fuck it I will die on this hill it was a and you'd be like is it corny is it is it liquid corny. like corny oh, like Helen what? shut the fill- fuck up I actually no sorry sorry I blacked out for a second because I didn't want this to be happening and then I came back in and you were saying something disgusting and I want to say it's stop. corn stop a big lump of nubs <laughs> it's got the juice oh no context okay we're one. done we're done okay thank you so much for listening please vote for us in the national comedy awards we'll do better <laughs> we will do better can i make one last apology to anybody who was trying to eat some chocolate christmas chocolate in this time when they had to listen to that i'm so sorry I'm sorry i'm so sorry i don't like myself either no we don't like you i don't like me hey ha- happy christmas lads Christmas and have a lovely new year. We'll we'll have a best of episode in the new year, and then we're back um, uh, full time from the twelfth, I believe. I'll be in Disney World. <laughs> what? Not when we're recording. M I C K E Y. But you're going to be in for the recording. We'll talk about it now. Wow! Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.